0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Freelance Friday podcast. Listen, I know what it feels like to be doing everything right. You're like following all the tactics and listening to all the gurus and all the podcasts and all the things. And you just are not seeing results from your social media plan, whether that's for your own business, whether that is for a client, if you're a social media manager. So I want to share four things that could be the culprit four reasons why your social media plan isn't working nine times out of 10, when people aren't seeing results, I see one of these things happening. So let's hop the in. The first thing is your product or service just might not be that good. It is really hard to market a bad product. It's really hard to sell a bad product or a bad service. And this one can be particularly challenging for those of us who are working either with clients or who are working, you know, in-house, like you're working for a brand or a company in marketing because marketing is not products. You know, like there's very little that you can do to influence product development. And that can be a really tough spot. I've been there for sure. You know, when it comes to your own business, you can of course take that and say, maybe we need to refine the offer. Maybe we need to look at the landing page and make sure it is accurately describing the offer. Maybe we need to have a focus group, you know, do an interview with some of our past customers and see what they liked and didn't like. But when you're working for somebody, you have limited input on those things. So my best advice, if you feel like it's the product, be honest, do it tactfully. Meaning that you can come with some research. You can come with some customer feedback. You can screenshot comments. For example, I once was asked to run ads for a company. I'm not going to describe the company. It was truly the weirdest. Like, let me, let me think of like a, an example that could be similar. Let's say that it was bacon scented perfume. I'm serious. Like it was very similar to that bacon scented perfume. I should have said no to the project. (laughs) Number one, I'm vegan for those who don't know. I was vegetarian at the time, but still not really in my wheelhouse. So that was on me. Also, I just knew that that product was probably not going to do well in the market. We started to get comments on our ads saying like, why would I buy bacon scented perfume? Or, you know, this is a terrible idea, comments like that. So what I could have done is taken some of those comments and told the my client like, hey, this is a feedback. Could we maybe consider making the perfume like not bacon scented? I don't know. Same thing when I worked in corporate. I worked in staffing and corporate staffing and they would be like, this job pays too low for what you're asking or you know, something similar to that. So I could have taken it back to the person who was in charge of posting that or, or filling that role and just giving them that feedback and said, hey, I can still do whatever I can do on my end but at the end of the day, this comes down to the service or the products. The thing is with social, it is the job of social media to drive traffic to the product or service. After that, that's a different department. That's either copywriters need to work on the landing page, web needs to work on the optimization. you know, salespeople need to do their due diligence and actually call those leads that are submitting those forms. Like there's very little that we can do at that point. So it's important to keep that in mind. And when you're talking to your clients, you need to explain to them, like if we're getting traffic over to the page, I'm doing my job. I want to help you solve the problem. Cause I want you to see tangible real results as well, but I'm doing my job. So what can we do on the other side to make that traffic actually convert and turn into a sale? Editing Latasha here with a quick word and bonus tip from today's sponsor, Thinkific. Those who know, know that Thinkific is my course platform of choice, and they have helped me really build a true community, which is so, so important. I'm adding this as a bonus tip here because... Something that I think a lot of people don't realize is making social media work, growing on social media is not about building fans. It is not about just getting people to, you know, be obsessed with you. It's also about being obsessed with your customers, obsessed with your community, listening to them. Being a good listener is such an important part of this job. think Ific actually just released a free course all about building a community, which I think is so exciting. I'm going to leave a link for it in the show notes for you if you want to check it out they also have a really great guide to building communities my best advice for building a strong community is just listening like i said asking lots of questions i am always on my instagram stories i am in my community platforms i'm in my comments every single day just asking you all for feedback paying attention to the questions that you ask and honestly my best-selling products have always come from you all like i give full credit to the listeners to the viewers of the youtube channel I never wanted to create templates ever. I was like, I'm not doing that. And I created my template pack, the social media management toolbox, and it instantly just flew off the shelves. Like when you listen to your audience, when you listen to your customers, when you listen to your community, good things happen. So definitely check out the free course from Thinkific and thanks to them for sponsoring today's episode. Okay, the next thing that I see happening a lot is uh, people don't have target audience. I feel like I could say this till I'm blue in the face, and this is always gonna be a thing You know, a lot of our clients, they just want to make money. They want to take anybody's money. I get it. I will take almost anybody's money. Right. But I still can explain to you who my most likely customer is. I can look at data and tell you who tends to purchase from me, who tends to click on my ads. And those things, those data points, that research that can help inform which platforms I'm on. Which colors I'm using, you know, am I going to be very stereotypically feminine color palette? Am I going to be a little bit more masculine or gender neutral? Like all of these things matter. The tone and voice that I'm using in my ads, if everybody's clicking on my ads is, you know, 18 through 24, I'm probably going to be sharing more memes, more jokes, like paying attention to trends. If they tend to be 40 plus, I might be speaking a little bit more academic, serious tone, you know, so. You have to know who your target audience is. Again, this can be really challenging when you're working with a client or when you are you know, working in house, because if your client or your boss is just like, yeah, just like get as many people in the sales funnel as possible. You're gonna need to just like do your best at figuring it out yourself. I mean, that's not the long-term solution. I think there needs to be a better long-term solution. But again, when I worked in corporate, I worked at a company for like four years and they never told me who the target audience is. Like they've never gave me like an age demo. And I was like, who am I talking to here? So I just had to do my best by looking at the social media analytics and saying, okay, our Facebook audience tends to be like, you know, this kind of like Gen X and older group, whereas Instagram tends to be younger. Like I just had to do that analysis myself i wish that every client was perfect and had this like brand book for you and could totally lay out their ideal client archetype but they're just not always going to be that way so it is up to you to do a little bit of research and also just understand what each of the social platforms is kind of known for obviously TikTok, gen z instagram millennials facebook linkedin can be gen x and baby boomers right so yeah it's kind of up to you to know who the target audience is whether you are defining it or not next thing this one is very common, especially in our TikTokified world. I I'm coining that term. I've said it in a couple of videos ago and people seem to like it. Yes. The TikTokification of the world is here. And I think it's causing a lot of people to want to do all the things. I feel you, I feel you, I am you, <laughs> you know, um, it's hard for me to not want to be on TikTok and LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and be real, right? All the platforms out there. It's very hard for me to contain myself, but what I tell my clients, what I tell myself and what I do model myself is to do. Two platforms really well, a long form platform and a short form platform from there, if you've got extra time, if you've got extra inspiration, if you can repurpose stuff, go nuts. If you're seeing me post TikToks, if you're seeing me post YouTube shorts, if you're seeing me post all these things, those are not original pieces of content most of the time. Those are repurposed YouTube videos and I post the same clip on all the short platforms and boom, like that's a super easy content marketing strategy. The thing is when you are one, when you're creating new content for all the different platforms, you're burning yourself out. And two, you're not really getting good at anything. I mean, unless you are a full-time content creator or like, again, if you work in house or freelance and like that is your only job is just show up on all the platforms and maybe you're doing them all well. But for most of us who are Wearing a bunch of different hats. We are doing a mediocre job at everything. And we're not really carving out a space for ourselves on the platform that we really want to be known for. So most people, when they meet me or when they talk to me, they say, oh my gosh, I love your YouTube videos. That's what I'm known for. Some people say, I love your podcast as well. Very few people are saying Latasha, I love your TikToks and that's okay. I'm comfortable with that. I know there are other, you know, social media managers, marketing strategists, online business people on TikTok who are crushing it and that's okay. I'm able to give them their crown on that platform because people know me for this platform, you know? And I think it's important that we do that with our clients too. It can be really overwhelming. It can be really expensive for your clients to try to go all in on all the platforms. So pick two, do them really well, measure them, take time with them. You know, that doesn't mean posting every day for a week and expecting these monumentous results or, you know, expecting like these clear winners in two weeks, that's not gonna happen. Give it a little bit of time and you'll be able to measure and you'll be able to understand your audience and all that and improve and, you know, things will go well i'm telling you (laughs) last thing is that you're not measuring and setting goals to begin with setting goals is incredibly important because it teaches you how you're doing i have talked to so many marketers and they've like they've just been like you know my client isn't seeing results so they're about to let me go and i'm like okay well what are the results that you were working towards like what is the goal and they're like i don't know (laughs) and i'm like well you probably are hitting that goal if you could just show them The result, they would keep you. They would be happy with the success that you're seeing, but they don't know what they don't know. And we have to understand our clients or our bosses, you know, it is not their job to like speak the social media language. Just like it's not my job to speak, you know, I don't know foot doctor language. I mean, if I go to the podiatrist, I need him to explain what's wrong with my foot. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. So it's the same thing for us as marketers. We have to be able to explain and break down all of the data, all the numbers, all the trends that we're seeing out there and be able to put it into a digestible report, a digestible format for our clients to see, okay, we are making progress. So first thing you need to have a business goal. First and foremost, if your client doesn't have a business goal, then I don't know what to tell you. They sound like they might not be a great client for you. They should be able to either tell you if they're looking to increase revenue and make sales, which is spoiler alert, like most people's goals at the end of the day. But they also might have a goal of like customer service. That's a function of social media. They might have a goal of just spreading the word. They might be a brand new, let's say nonprofit or an influencer who just wants to like expand their reach. Those are all three different key goals. And again, most of us are gonna want to grow all of those things, but pick a primary goal to start with. So once you have that primary business goal, then you marry that with a social media goal and social media metrics. So awareness is going to be reach and impressions. You know, if you're working with an influencer or somebody who's just trying to get their name out there, yes. Then you're going to want to be doing trending content that is going to get more eyes on their account, get more people into their funnel. Basically, if it is customer service or just growing like brand loyalty, among existing customers, and you're going to be focusing on engagement. Hey folks, come talk to me respond to our posts, send us messages. You're going to be wanting to do things that increase those numbers. And of course, if it's sales, then you're going to want to focus on conversion goals, which means website clicks, which means purchases, you know, which means events in Google analytics. You're going to want to set those up, things like that, or whatever analytics tool that you're using. So those are all three different things. If my goal is I want to sell more courses and you're sitting here telling me that I reached 10,000 people last month, I don't I don't care because if I reach them, but they didn't click on my website. And at the end of the day, they didn't buy my course. Then that means really nothing to me. And the reverse is also true. So it's super important to set these goals. My recommendation, whether you're again, working for yourself or whether you're, uh, working for a a client is to pull at least a monthly report and do that for yourself too. Like I have a dashboard, a KPI tracker for my own business that I go in once a month and I just say, okay, traffic is up, traffic is down, this, 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 you know, so that I'm able to look back. And what's really helpful is it helps me make projections for the next year. I can say, okay, summer tends to be a little bit slower, fall tends to be a really big time for us. Winter tends to be good for us, et cetera. So I don't freak out if it's summer and I'm like, why is traffic down? Why are website clicks down? Why is engagement down? Yeah. Same thing for your clients. Of course, I would make it more formal for my clients and actually put together a report with screenshots and all of that. I actually have a freebie for you. If you want my report template, I will link it in the show notes for you. Totally free. It's just like a plug and play Canva report, customize it, use your own brand colors, your own fonts, your own logos, like jazz it up, make it pretty. It's just a very basic template to start with, but it's a good place to start. And I definitely hope it helps. All right. So those are four reasons why your social media plan might not be working. Let me know in the comments, if you're on YouTube, if you have any questions for me or any problems you want me to try to diagnose or fix for you. And as always, I appreciate you watching and listening if you're on the podcasting platforms and you don't mind leaving me a review, I would greatly appreciate it. I don't ask very often, but I would appreciate it. And if you are interested in learning more about social media strategy, not just the tactics, not just the trends, but really learning how to make social media work, prove your results for your clients, be super confident about talking about this stuff, check out the social media management accelerator. I'll leave a link down below and I will talk to you all soon. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.